Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. From the newsroom to the nursery, we're juggling a demanding career on live television with the demands of motherhood. I'm Katie. I'm Karen. And I'm Ingrid. They are anchor moms. Hey, welcome to another edition of Anchor Moms, the podcast, coronavirus style, since we are all on Skype. Yeah, we are all at our houses, all alone. I know, it's kind of weird, um, but it's nice to see your faces. Uh, How's everyone hanging in there? Good. I mean, you know, we're managing. Um some changes this week, which I can get into in a bit, but, you know, spirits are fairly uh, mediocre, I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. Not awful, not not great, but, mm-hmm. yeah, how about you guys? Um, I have to be honest, I kind of had a meltdown this week. You I did? I kind of lost it. I feel like I just, I feel like last week was still, I don't know, I, 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 maybe it just hadn't sunk in. But I, I just got very overwhelmed with, with work, with the kids, with everything. And then, you know, just the stress of every day realizing that there's no end in sight. <laughs> I, I think know. it's tough. And it just feels like it's getting scarier every time another local case pops up, you know, national mm-hmm. case. Pop- like, I don't know. It just feels like. So your so your meltdown did it stem more from like general anxiety over coronavirus and the spread or your personal like workload and family load? What was what was the instigator? Um, I definitely I think the instigator was my personal what's going on with me and and I will tell you guys what what happened. Um, which I think I told you a little bit of this, but um, so you know working from home with all three toddlers obviously is, is a challenge. And there was just a couple of really rough days in there. And then there was a morning where I was trying to get a bunch of stuff done early in the morning. Um, and my internet kept going out and it was so incredibly frustrating because every time I would get close to finishing a work assignment, it, I, I, you know, I would lose it. I couldn't, I couldn't send it in and I, I couldn't communicate. Um, and of course, as you know, when the internet goes out, the, the TV Disney plus goes out so my kids are screaming, the show keeps dropping, you know, dropping off. And I was on a work call. They were losing it. Um, it was bad. And then, and then like the, the final straw was Bennett fell down and really bumped her head hard and started crying. And I just started crying. I just lost it. I I just started sobbing. Um, and which I'm trying not to let my kids see, um, you know, I don't want them to see how anxious and, and frustrated and, and scared and all of this overwhelmed I am. Um, but unfortunately, it happened that day. And I sat down and was just crying, didn't say a word, holding Bennett. She was crying. And Henry Aww. just said, um, Mom, I feel the same way. 
from a three-year-old. And I, it kind of made me realize these poor kids are so confused. Like they don't know why they're home. They don't know what's going on. Like, I mean, we've told them about the virus and and germs and we want to keep everybody safe and that sort of thing. But I mean, I, it almost did lighten the mood a little bit because I realized, you know, I can't be mad at them for, for not understanding that I have to work and they have to just entertain themselves. You know, I, I, it's just, it's just, I think the struggle for me personally to get my work done and watch all three kids is, is really hard right now. And I think that obviously with anything in life, like the added stress and uncertainty of everything going on in the world, it just puts another level of (laughs) intensity and, and, um, it's just, it's just tough. And I, but honestly, I think that I kind of just needed to just get it out, (laughs) have that meltdown and realize that this is too much. And also realize that I got to take a step back with my expectations here. You know, I can't do everything at work. I can't, I can't be a perfect mom right now. And I think that, um, I hope that that's just okay right now. You know, I think that's just what, what we're dealing with, but. I mean, I think it is okay. I mean, I think every parent in America and the world right now is, is obviously trying to mm-hmm. juggle too many things and you just, mm-hmm. you're going to drop the ball on some things. And that's kind of mm-hmm. like where I am. It's like, I'm, I'm letting the kids watch way too much television, but mm-hmm. you know what? Who cares? Like they're healthy. I'm healthy. I have a job. Like, does it really matter if they're watching too much TV? No, it doesn't. Right. Like, you right. know, I really want them to be eating some healthy meals. But a lot of times we're pulling things, like, out of the freezer because we don't have that many groceries mm-hmm. left. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. so, mm-hmm. you know, and, like, I'm picking, you know, one time during the day we're going to do something semi, like, educational. You know, like, we're going to mm-hmm. work on letters or we're going to, like, do a scavenger hunt. We're going to do some sort of project. The rest of the day I'm not going to worry about it. You know, so again, it's like, yeah, managing your expectations. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I do. I feel like the screen time rules have basically gone out the window because there's only so yeah. much, you can, there's only so much you can do. And I, I, well, I think that I think it's like, I think it's okay to give yourself a pass right now. And the other thing too is, you know, if we had school age kids, you know, they have virtual assignments, they're doing, like, they have stuff that they can get done, homework assignments, packets that are being sent home. Um, But our kids are toddlers. Like they, not that I don't want to, um, you know, keep, keep teaching them things during this time, but there's just not really a lot that you can do with them, right? Well, to be honest, I feel bad for people that do have school-aged kids because I think this homeschooling stuff is really complicated true, true. difficult. I actually said that to Brian, my husband, this week, just that I'm so glad that there's not another added stress to all of this, and that's making sure that your kid doesn't fall behind and making sure you complete these assignments. I have so many friends who have, you know, they're trying to, mm-hmm. I mean, there's a reason that you don't homeschool your, like, if you choose not to Right, right, kid, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, I think that adds a lot of frustration and stress. And I think that adds like a whole nother dynamic between like your relationship with your kids right now. If you're, if you're having to make sure they, you know, they complete the assignments and are learning something, you know? Oh, like try yeah. to survive the pandemic and, oh, and make sure your kid like, you know, does Knows chemistry. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So we, so this morning, um, on the news, we like, rerun stories throughout the morning, like every half hour, sometimes it's the same story. So anyways, I listened to the soundbite 
several times this morning, but it was from a counselor, a school counselor, who's also a mom. And she was like, look, even I am not worried about the academic part right now for my kids. I'm worried about their emotional well-being um, and how they're feeling and how I'm feeling because that's what's most important right now. Like the school stuff, like it'll happen eventually. Like, you know, let's not harp on that too much. Let's like talk to our kids, make sure everyone's feeling good, make sure you're okay. And like, that's number one right now. And I thought that was really good advice. Yeah. So I actually did that phone interview with that counselor. Oh, you did? Yeah. <laughs> actually, what, like yesterday talking about it on the, how we should talk about it on the podcast. So it's yeah. Funny. But, but that <laughs> was like that, that was that interview, that phone interview PS was happening like during, like that was like one of the things leading up to my meltdown because that was oh, when my, like, gosh. my kids were screaming. There was no, there was no TV, no internet. And I literally said to her, I'm like, can you hear my kids screaming in the background? Like, is this going to come through on the, inter- like on the interview to my photographer? Who's like, taping the Skype anyway. Um, but yeah, I thought she had some really good advice. And I think that that really helped me realize like, yeah, you're right. If they don't learn exactly everything they were supposed to learn this semester or this year or whatever, that's okay. Like these poor kids are going through a lot and they just have to, we just have to make sure that they are stable, you know, and, and regardless of their age, that they're doing okay and they're comfortable and they're happy and healthy. That's, that's it really, you know, in the grand scheme of things, that's it. Yeah. So how strict are you guys being? Like we have kids who live next door. Are, are they allowed to play with our kids? Like there's a fence between them and I'm just kind of like, don't want them to cross the fence. You know what I mean? And we, we go to like a big field and go play like kids are kind of nearby. I mean, how strict are you guys being with all of this? Um, I'm really trying to do the six foot thing. I mean, I'm definitely not letting my kids play with anyone else. Um, we are going out on walks and hikes and stuff. And so, you know, when we pass somebody else, I try to like give up, give some distance, but I'm just trying to really keep as far away as I can. What, what about you, Katie? Yeah, I'm trying to take it pretty seriously. And I, um, you know, thankfully I only have river and she's, you know, at that age where she's not super interested in, like, she's not clamoring to have like play dates because she doesn't know what a play date is yet. But yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. the same thing, like cross the other side of the street. Um, when we see like when we're walking and there's like, yeah. people walking, um, I mean, does a fence protect you? I would think so. Um, I don't know. Are other people, I got to ask, are, do you think other people are allowing their kids to play with other kids or play dates like still happening out there? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We went to Mm -hmm. a field, uh, two days ago and there were all these kids playing together and the moms were like chatting and hanging out and you know, they, that was maybe her best friend and like, she knows exactly where these kids have been and she's not worried about it or whatever. I don't know what the case is, but also yesterday. Okay. So this is, we're recording this on Friday, the 27th. And mm-hmm. yes, just yesterday before they closed every single park, the playground was packed with kids. I mean, on the swings, just on the, the playscapes, like all over the place, you, you know, like not the same family, like just like, you know, neighborhood kids all together. Um, parents didn't seem worried at all. And I was like, Ooh, should they be doing that I just don't know like that's the problem is we don't really know like you know just on the surface of things is that going to hold the virus for you know a number of hours I don't know um so that's kind of why I was like am I like being a mean mom not letting my kid go swing well I mean I think it's what you're comfortable with but I gotta tell you like I wouldn't I haven't taken River to a playground and I wouldn't let her play yeah Yeah. Yeah. I haven't either Mm -mm. yeah no playgrounds um so 
go ahead. What were you going to say? No, I was just going to say on the on the um, playground note, so one of the other tough things this week, we've had several um, inspections because we're, you know, you guys know, selling our house. Um, and so literally I had to be out of the house for five hours with all three kids and every single thing is closed, including playgrounds, trail. Like, I <laughs> talk about getting creative with what to do. I mean. Yeah, what'd you do? <laughs> Well, we ended up, well, I had to go by work for, to pick something up. And then we ended up taking a really long drive uh, to this hike, which for all the people in Western North Carolina, Max Patch is still open. Oh, really? Um, and actually wasn't super crowded. But um, anyway, yeah. I mean, that's the thing. If you do have to be out of your house for any certain reason, I, I, it, what do you do? You know? Right. Yeah. Walk your neighborhood for so long, right? Like, you can't do it exactly, right. exactly. Yeah, and our poor kids are like, "Can we go back to the house? Like, there's nothing to do." Aww. Anyway, it was it was kind of crazy. But um, Ingrid, I want to hear about how you're doing because since last time we, you have now started working from home. So tell us about how that no. works. Yeah, it's um, it's been pretty challenging, I will say. Um, you know, we don't we don't have any babysitters, so it's just my husband and I and the two kids. Um, and the good thing is, of course, as many of you know, I work the morning shift. So I, I get through most of my day before the kids are up and I'm on a different level. I'm in the basement so I can hear them upstairs, wake up, get ready for breakfast and all that. And I'm usually not here anyways in the morning. So they kind of just think I'm at work still, which works mm -hmm. out. Um, and then the rest of the day gets very complicated because I still have work that I need to be doing. I have to do the noon show, which is smack dab, obviously in the middle of the day, lunch, nap time, all of that. So they don't want me to leave. Um, so that's been a little bit hard and I can hear them screaming. Like I can literally hear them screaming upstairs or through the cracked door. And it's a little bit distracting when you're trying to be on mm -hmm. live television. Mm -hmm. Um, but you know, other than that, it's been okay. The, the gear issue, the technical side of all this is like, oh my gosh, it's, I can't so, even imagine. It's oh, so I Katie. Can't. Yeah. Well, Katie, you can Katie and I both in the past decade or whatever were uh, bureau reporters. Okay. And what that entails is also setting up your own live shots, editing videos, sending things in, et cetera. Basically I'm in a bureau. I have to remember so much stuff. It's, it's a little overwhelming. Um, yeah. it's like my, my batteries went out during one of my live shots and I had to figure out how to like open up this thing that I'd never opened up before within like 30 seconds and throw batteries in it. Like, you know, just stressful things like that. Um, thankfully my husband is a former photographer, so he is very helpful. He set up like the lights and the whole, you know, setup here. So that's really nice. Um, and our production staff and our engineering staff have been so helpful and amazing with all of my questions. I mean, I still, every single day, every single day, it's a new problem. I have, I record radio weather for the radio stations here in the mountains. And that has been a whole nother issue. I mean, every program that you have downlo downloaded on your computer at work, I had to re-download on this computer you have to connect to our main server from the computer here. It's just very complicated. Um, and that's, I mean, that doesn't even include the actual job that I'm doing, which is forecasting the weather. So on top mm -hmm. of like all of that stuff, then I have to actually try to do my forecast 
and remotely access my weather graphics from my house, manipulate them, and then they can run those through the graphic system at the station, even though I'm at my house in Asheville. It's very complicated, but somehow it's working. And I mean, even like Ginger Zeon GMA is doing the exact same thing that I'm doing. Yeah, all of these, all of these meteorologists. <laughs> Sorry, I'm Skyping outside and a big bee just flew in front of me. Oh, gosh. I was like, do you not like Ginger um, Z? <laughs> no, um, I love Ginger Z. Um, yeah, it's a lot. And also, too, Ingrid, I can just I can't even imagine the pressure of, like, you know, when you're, for folks who don't know, like, when you're in the studio, you know, there's all those studio people to help you and, like, replace your batteries for you and, like, you know, Mike, exactly. there's just so many more people and so many more things to like catch it before it gets on live TV. But it's like just you trying to make yeah. sure everything is perfect. I, that's got to be so stressful. Yeah. So I'm sitting there with like, I'm sitting here like with a ch checklist, like, oh gosh. And I have in also, this is kind of a technical thing if you guys can follow, but basically this app that we use to go live, which I'm sure people have seen even networks. That's what everyone's using, like from their living rooms and their guest bedrooms and et cetera, it drains your battery so fast. Mm -hmm. So I have to like basically break down the live shot, my microphones, plug and charge my phone between every single hit. And I have like a gazillion hits in the morning. So I'm like setting this up over and over and over again on top of setting my graphics. It's just a lot. It's just, yeah, it's a lot. Yeah. But everything's everything's been okay pretty much so far, which is a miracle. Well, yeah. Um I don't know if I, when we, I worked at, we worked in that bureau, um, which is a rural part of, of the viewing area here. Like the first day that I like set up, like shot my own package, wrote, shot my own story, wrote my own story, fed it to the newsroom up in Asheville, set up my own live shot, like did my own mic check. I like got left work that day and drove straight to the grocery store and bought myself a bottle of champagne. So <laughs> <laughs> maybe... Maybe you should do the same. I mean, maybe not, you know, maybe, you know, yeah, social distance when you're going to the grocery store to buy that bottle of champagne. But like, I would highly recommend that you and um, you know, what's funny is I like, keeping like, I wish I could send you guys like a six pack or something like there should be some sort of like coronavirus male happy hour kit, right? That you can send your friends so that they can get through this. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, Ingrid just left. Ingrid's having some Wi-Fi issues. Um, Katie, I wanted to ask you, um, did you do the trivial, speaking of happy yeah. hour, yeah. did you do the trivial pursuit with your sister? So involved with it. I meant to take like a picture or a short little video, but we got so involved with it that I totally forgot. It was um, an hour and a half. Oh my uh, gosh. Fun. So it was my husband, Brian, um, versus my sister's husband, Cody. And, um, or like they were on a team, the girls were on a team and then the boys were on a team. Girls won. Um, and it was, uh, I'll be honest with you. I would never of course FaceTime for an hour and a half and play trivial pursuit. Like two weeks ago, I would have laughed at you, but it was honestly, it was super fun. And you know, what was nice is not to spend your evening sitting in front of like the TV, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. like actually engaging in conversation. I, the mornings I always feel pretty good about my situation, but by the evenings is when things sort of mm -hmm. go down for me. I don't know how, like, I just, like when I start, Same. Thinking, like you start thinking about like, is this like, how long is this going to last? Is this like the real life now? Like the evenings is when things get kind of, I start worrying about, like I said, my sister in California, my in-laws in New York. And it was, so, I felt better when I got off FaceTime last night because it was like, I actually mm -hmm. had an interaction. I didn't just sit around and watch mm -hmm. Netflix and drink wine and feel sorry for myself and like 
the other people out there. So you, you know what makes you feel really good about your life is before you go to bed, you should listen to Crime Junkies. Okay. Have you listened to Crime Junkies, the podcast? I have. Huh. What is Crime Junkies? Okay. Yeah. So they just talk about gruesome murders, and it's oh. great because you're like, oh, my life is really amazing compared to these people. <laughs> I mean, it's like they go into like detail. They read all of the police reports. Like it's crazy. It's it's a, it's a very good I'm podcast. Like, I'm downloading this as soon as we as soon as we yeah. I've heard of it, but I haven't listened to it, so I'm, I'm good to know. Yeah. I need like a new podcast because I feel like all I mean and our ours included, so sorry, listeners. Every podcast is about the coronavirus. So I take these walks in the morning to like get out of the house and it's like I can't even mm -hmm. escape it on my podcast, our coronavirus podcast. Mm -hmm. Including Anchor Mom. So you're welcome. Well, sorry. That's yeah. what everybody's dealing with. Like I don't even know yeah. what else to talk about. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um so, so Ingrid did Go ahead. <laughs> and Ingrid, go. <laughs> I could have told you. It's a lot harder when you're not in the same room. <laughs> I didn't know if you stopped talking or if you were frozen because you're like, oh. oh. <laughs> no, that's just my face. That's just my normal awkward face. It's not frozen. Okay, got it. Well, that's why <laughs> I was confused. Um, so tomorrow is Hartman's birthday, my son's yeah. birthday. So we're going to do like a virtual birthday party. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how this is gonna go, but it's on Zoom. And I think other people have done this, maybe maybe some of our listeners. Um, but again, it makes me really sad. He keeps asking why we can't go to the park, why his friends can't come over, um, et cetera. But we have some fun things planned and we Good. had some, um delivered from Amazon and I'm nice. gonna make a cake today, tonight, oh, I guess. <laughs> So, um, that's, that's our plan and I'll let you know how it goes. Um, but you know, we're not the only people in this boat. Have you guys had any like personal event impacts, friends, family that you want to share? Um, you know, we have a wedding this summer, a cousin and... <laughs> I know people. he they're trying to figure it out and I feel really bad it's not till June but you know you just have to think yeah you, need to you know you don't want to do all that planning and spend all that money and then what if it can't happen yeah. um so yeah those things are tough so um I yeah I have an, another event that's impacted the dancing with the stars yes. thing that I'm doing. oh yeah what's going on with that we're going to do it in six months from now. Oh. So you're going to be practicing yeah. six months. So that means you're going to be even better, right? Yeah. Yeah. I'm a little bummed, to be honest. Um, but, you know, again, everything's impacted. So anyways, we're supposed to do it at the end of March in a theater, mm -hmm. obviously. Mm -hmm. No, the end of April, right? April yeah. End of April, Ingrid. You know. Yeah. What did I say? March. March. Okay. Mm -hmm. Like, what day oh, is it? What yeah, yeah. do we even Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyways, so we're going to be doing it in September. Mm -hmm. So, whatever. That's okay. You know, I am, um, like, just talking people that you know are impacted. You know, um, my in-laws are in New York. Um, so, mm -hmm. my mother-in-law, my father-in-law. But also, I have a sister-in-law with three kids um, in on Long Island. Um, 
so close to, you know, close to the city, New York City, which is, of course, like the epicenter of all of this here. And my sister-in-law and brother-in-law are both nurses at a hospital. Mm-hmm. And they're wow. working, like, I just, she FaceTimed me yesterday. Um, they're working crazy hours. She's, like, mm-hmm. texting us pictures of her and her, like, N95 mask. She works in labor and delivery. So she's talking oh, about, gosh. like, you know, I think it's a really stressful situation. And they're not saying much about it, but I, I can't imagine what it must be like to be them because I she has like texted a couple of pictures of just like signs outside of the hospital like when you pull in and it's like Mm -hmm. stay strong we're with you like that people are just like posting outside people are like Mm -hmm. delivering them food at the hospital but it's Mm -hmm. just like it's a really scary situation for them you know Mm -hmm. um especially like I said because they're so close to it my um, mother-in-law and father-in-law are in their 70s and thankfully now, it took a little bit of convincing, but now they're not going anywhere and doing anything. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, you know, it's, um, I don't oh, know. I just saw on like Instagram or Facebook this morning or Twitter or something, but this, not to, I mean, not to scare you or anyone else, but this 30 something year old nurse just died of coronavirus. Mm. Yeah. I mean, like, that's the thing is like, thankfully my sister-in-law and brother-in-law are in good health, but you know, they're in their forties. So Mm -hmm. I mean, you like to, I mean, which, you know, I mean, I, I am hoping and praying and I assume that they will be fine, but I think not only are they like worried about their health, I think just like that, the toll of dealing with that with sure rest of it, I think is really probably overwhelming. Um, and like I said, they have three kids, so I'm sure they're concerned about it. Well, and I know, Katie, your concern, I mean, both Katie, your husband and my husband both work in healthcare, and not that they're, you know, and while your husband does go into the hospital, my husband does not, but he's at an assisted living facility, and yeah, it's just really, it starts to get scary when you think about um, who they're in contact with, and then they're coming home to you and your kids, and it's just, but at the same time, you know, those healthcare workers are needed. So uh, I don't know. It's tough. It's tough. Yeah. Yeah. So like how long, how much longer is this going to last? Like how much longer are we going to be working from home? Like, I just can't even wrap my head around this. Like, like, like Karen, like you were saying, like we we're just trying to get this done right now. So it's like, you're going hour by hour and day by day. But, Mm -hmm. but now that I'm done with my first week working from home, I'm like, so, like, how much longer am I going to be doing? Are we talking like two weeks? Are we talking two months? Like, what, I would, how long is it going? I mean, I don't think anyone really knows, but I'm thinking the more I read, I feel like it's it's months more than weeks. Don't you? I mean, I hope not, but I think that that's a possibility. Yeah, I don't I mean, think that any- you know, the whole controversy this week about Trump saying he wants the the government back open by mm-hmm. Easter which is only a couple of weeks away. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, like health professionals are saying like, that's, there's no way that's going to happen. But if all of these, you know, like stay at home orders are lifted, then I don't know. I guess, I don't know. I guess we just have to see. I think from what I've read and I'm obviously not an expert, but I feel like a lot of it right now depends on how well we do this stay at home, stay away from others thing. And I think if the majority of the country does well with this, and this is like the crucial time, um, you know, obviously you, everyone's read we're a couple of weeks behind Italy and, and their situation is just terrible. Um, so if we can kind of avoid that and everybody stays at home and it stops the spread, 
than I think we're a little bit more out of the woods, but are uh, on that right path. But I think it, it just really depends on how everybody, like how well people are listening, basically, yeah. you know? I don't think there's like, I literally think this is something you have to take day by day, week by week. Like, I don't know. I don't think that there's like an answer. That's like, Mm -hmm. I mean, if you ask me, that's the hardest part about all of this. Mm -hmm. If someone said, Mm -hmm. we might've said this even on last week's podcast. If someone told you, you got to do this for two more weeks or you have to do this Mm -hmm. for another month, be like, all right, I got it. I can do this. Mm -hmm. But it's like, you know, you wake up every morning and you think like, oh my God, like, that's the hardest part. It's like the not knowing, you know, like mm-hmm. when it's going to end. I mean, in, for me anyway, it's just, yeah, that there's just no, more. definitely. Um, let's talk about stuff just really quickly uh, as we like start to wrap up here. What are you guys doing to stay sane? Like, what are some of the things that like may, are making you happy right now that get, are getting you through? Um, <sighs> um <laughs> I had a couple, I had, what Ingrid? What did, did you say something? She did. No, I said nothing. I did had no answer. Oh, so. oh, she, I got it. Um, <laughs> I well, I had a couple of things, and these are very specific for you guys, um, and and our listeners who have young kids, um, but Olaf from Frozen. Do you guys know this? This this the guy who plays Olaf, Josh Gad does a nightly story time on Twitter, Instagram, all of those. So we started doing those and our kids love them and it's nice. And as we talked about last episode, I think anything you can do to kind of break it up a little bit. um, We, I told you, we've been doing story times with family members yesterday. My mother-in-law, I was trying to cook dinner and Gregory wasn't home yet. And I was like, couldn't think of another activity. She did like a, a drawing thing with the kids via FaceTime and was like, okay, now draw this. And it was like a mystery thing. And then when they finished the drawing, they would see what the animal was or whatever. Um, So that's been fun. Also another tip, um, a lot of the museums, and I think the Cincinnati zoo is doing a lot of virtual things and they have like certain time set up where like you can go online and your kids could like do a little zoo tour or like see whatever them feed the, giraffes or whatever it is um so I don't know that's just little tips or things that maybe can help um keep your kids occupied yeah I don't know so one of the things that is keeping me sane and I'm like lucky enough to be able to do this excuse me um my cat is all up on my business here uh it's like working out my workouts have been really this Mm. is I, I say this Um, but the trainer at my gym is still texting workouts. And so I go into my basement and my workouts have been really good. And honestly, I feel like I'm getting better workouts at home than I am when I go to the gym, because when I go to the gym, I socialize, I like hang out and I talk like I'm able to really focus. I put on good music. Um, and that has been huge for me. Um, our walks have been really great. Like River has really become, you know, she's not even two yet. And she's become such a great, like she can walk a mile. We can like walk two miles and we can take her out of her backpack or the stroller and mm-hmm. she'll like, her mm-hmm. so um, those are the things that have been, you know, mm-hmm. making me happy and keeping me sane. And, and, that, and that I drink like, you know, wine and eat dessert every night, every night. Good. I like to hear that. So I am so incredibly grateful for my backyard. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. Imagine 
if you lived in an apartment building or a high rise in like New York City with your kids, like what in the mm-hmm. world are you doing with your kids? I mean, it is just saving us going outside. And I don't care if it is muddy, if it is cold, like we just dress for it and we're out there for hours Mm -hmm. and we'll go in the front yard, we'll go in the backyard, we'll go on the front porch. Like it's like four Mm -hmm. different environments for these kids. Thank God they're toddlers and it's like exciting Mm -hmm. enough to go from the front yard to the backyard, you know, but like that is what it's like saving us right now is the fact that we have this like fenced in backyard and so many people don't have that. And I feel Mm -hmm. so awful for them. And I could put my kids are still small enough. I could put them in the double Bob, the stroller, Mm -hmm. And we can go walk around the neighborhood and we just, you know, I'm like, okay, like, let's think of all the things we're seeing. We'll go tell daddy when Mm -hmm. we get back, you know, like try to come up with little, make it, you know, make it exciting. And, oh, there's Mm -hmm. that type of flower, you know, just like super small Mm -hmm. things that I never really worry about. But I'm like trying just a little bit harder with the kids to keep them entertained Mm -hmm. because I just Mm -hmm. feel so guilty that we can't go anywhere. You know, my son keeps asking, like, why can't I do things that I want to do? Like, why can't we go to the science museum? things like that. And I'm just like, Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. But I know, I know. No, the hanging out outside is really, is really huge. I totally agree with you, Ingrid. Like all the, you know, the bikes and the scooter, I'm like looking at my yard right now, like the sidewalk chalk and the Frisbee and the baseballs and the soccer ball. Like we have everything out and it's just uh, now that the weather is a little bit nicer, um, that's been huge. And I will also say one thing that we did last night um, kind of Katie talking to your point about just not watching Netflix after the kids are down. Um, but my husband and I sat on the porch and it was a beautiful sunset and just sat there and didn't have our phones and just talked for maybe an hour. And it was nice. It was, it was nice to just take a minute, you know, and kind of unplug and just, just Uh, talk. I don't know. I, um, Brian and I have talked a lot about this. Like, and I, I never thought I'd say this on the podcast. Like, thank God we have each other. Because can you imagine if you were someone who was living alone? Mm-hmm. Or like, back to like when I was in that bureau and I lived by myself. Or some of the, like the places that I lived when I was in my 20s, like moving around for TV, I lived by myself. What would you, what are people doing in this like social mm-hmm. isolation when you, when you live by yourself? Oh, and you're supposed, to, you're supposed to, you know, socially isolate yourself even more. Mm-hmm. You're not allowed mm-hmm. to like, people closer than six feet. Like, I just don't know what those people are doing. I'm so grateful that I have my mm-hmm. family because otherwise like, uh, or know. like think about like a single mom. I know. I mean, I like, am like every day, like cannot wait until Gregory gets home from work and can finally like help and, you know, give me a break or let me get some work. Like usually when he gets in, as soon as I just have to get work done because I haven't been able to do as much, you know, Um, but yeah, I agree with you, Katie, at least we have our families, everybody's healthy and we've got loving husbands who are so (laughs) amazing. Yeah. You know, I think it's like, we just said, we just said loving husbands. Very sarcastic. I might add. No, Brian, I'm being very genuine. Hey, um, if all these marriages last through the coronavirus, we can make it through anything. That's amen. Right? Win of the week. Yeah. Hey, so real quick before we wrap up, I have our win of the week. Oh, what's your win of the week? No, it's for all of us. It's for oh, all moms. Oh, okay. there's little River. Hi, River. Hi, River. Um, 
Uh, I have our win. So okay. I, we just looked it up last night. Did you guys know with this stimulus deal, all parents, regardless of income, get $500 per kid? Really? Ooh. Yes, regardless of income. <laughs> Brian just said Karen and Greg are like, we're in the money. I know. Three <laughs> kids. Woohoo. I knew we should have another kid. I knew it. Right? Yeah. Um, so anyway, uh, yeah. Yeah, but still, like, for all moms and dads out there, you know, it's a little bit of something during some dark days to just kind of let you know you got a little bit of money coming your way. Amen. Nice. Amen. Yeah. There you go. All, all right, right, ladies, well, should we wrap this uh, this uh, coronavirus podcast up? Yeah. Um, I think we should. <clears throat> yeah, River, say um, oh. Anchor Moms. Hi. <laughs> so intrigued. She's so intrigued by the uh, keyboard here. Can you say hi? Look. Can you look up? Can you say hi? Hi, River. You can say hi. Can you wave? Oh, she's being shy. Are you being shy? Can you Aww. say mama? What can you say? Say re River? We've left River. Who are you? Who are you? Okay. We'll work on it. Then. Okay. Yeah, you got lots of time with okay. her to get, get her lots, words coming out. Lots yeah. of time. All right. All right. Okay. We'll see you guys next week. Bye, guys. Okay. Bye. See you on Instagram. See ya. Ankle Moms, the, the podcast. podcast. Thanks for listening.